do you think that there is something that connects all of us who have addiction? Do you think there is one thing, one trait, one belief, something that we all have in common? All drug addicts, all alcoholics. Is there something that connects all of us? Well, I think there is. I heard something on TV over this past week and it made me think, oh shit, that's what it is. I can certainly relate to it within myself. And I'm not so sure anyone's ever said it to me before. What is this belief? Well, that's what I'm talking about today. Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so very much for listening. This is episode 42. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up because in this week's episode, I'm talking about what I think is the one trait, the one belief that every single person on this entire earth that suffers with addiction, we all have. The one thing I think we all have in common. What could that be? And do you agree with me? I don't know. Let's find out. If this is the first episode of the Hope Chase podcast you are listening to, hello and welcome. Who the hell am I? I am Angie and I was a heroin addict for almost 20 years of my life. Age 23 to 40, I use heroin on a daily basis, minus 11 days and jail time. I got myself into some shit. I was homeless for several years, in and out of jails, hospitals, detoxes, institutions, programs countless amount of arrests and numerous hospitalizations, overdoses. And in November 2019, I put it down for the last time. And in January of this year, the Hope Chase was born. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. So I was watching this movie over this past week that I've never heard of. Actually, it has Will Ferrell. And the name of it is everything must go. And I just happened to click on it. I was watching YouTube and looking for some free movies to watch. Had no idea what it was about. I thought it was going to be a comedy, honestly, because it has Will Ferrell, but turned out not so much. So it's about this middle-aged guy who loses his job and then loses his marriage and pretty much everything that he knows in life is lost. And you come to find out that he had been sober for six months from alcohol and upon losing his job is when he relapses. And in the movie, you can see him just giving up and drinking and ignoring all the shit that's going on in his life. And then, of course, spoiler alert, I am sorry, but yes, he decides to get his shit together at the end and they all live happily ever after, of course. I was vaguely paying attention, like not so, so much, but I heard this one line and it stuck out to me. And I was like, holy shit, that's it. That is the one belief that connects all of us. What is it that I heard? Well, he was having a conversation with an old friend, an old high school friend, And this friend was a divorced mom, single mom, who had two young children. 
And they're having just catching up over some tea or coffee or whatever at her house. And he looks at her and he says, how do you do it? How do you handle this much responsibility? I'm paraphrasing here. But I thought, that's it. That is what we all with addiction have in common. We all have this belief that we cannot handle life. We cannot handle any responsibility. We cannot handle any of the responsibilities that come with life in general. We all have that in common because I can relate to that and I don't really know if I've ever truly identified that within myself. I mean, this isn't new news. <laughs> Generally speaking, I've heard this before, but it's when I heard it in this context, watching this movie in the space that I was in, for some reason, it really hit home for me and made me realize how true, how much truth is in this belief this thought that you just cannot handle life or any of the responsibilities that come with it. We all have this belief, wherever it comes from, that we don't measure up, that we just can't juggle life in any way, shape, or form. And that belief also comes with an assumption that life is always hard. That life just is hard. That life is always overwhelming and there's no such thing as an easy life. And because we have this belief, we turn to the alcohol, we turn to the drugs. We say fuck it because we just feel like we can't handle it. So we think that it's better instead to ignore it and to do what we quote unquote want to do, which is get high or get drunk. And it does help for a little while, right? It does work for a short amount of time, but sooner or later, it stops working because life doesn't stop while we drink or while we drug. Life keeps going. And in fact, by drinking more and doing more drugs, life does get harder and harder. And it's not about where this belief comes from. I'm just saying that we all have this for some reason. I'm not talking about where it comes from. It could come from anywhere. It could come from our family, our friends, our upbringing, from society, anywhere. But for some reason, we just don't think we can handle life like the quote unquote normal people do. But what if I told you though, that life doesn't have to be hard? Life doesn't have to be overwhelming. In fact, this whole recovery thing is all about building a life for yourself that doesn't feel overwhelming, that you don't feel that you have to escape from. An easy life, quote unquote, easy life, what does that mean? That means just free of chaos. That means full of peace. A lot of people would say boredom. <laughs> An easy life is boredom is boring. But for me, boredom is a good thing. I would so much rather be bored than to feel the way I felt for years and years and years throughout my addiction. I mean, I can relate. i looking at people who have kids. <laughs> I can relate looking at them saying, how the fuck do you do it? I don't understand. 
or how many times, if ever, have you heard yourself say or heard other people say or look at quote unquote normal people and say, how do you do it? <laughs> normal life is hard. Well, no, I don't know where you've heard that or why we believe that, but it doesn't have to be. It's not supposed to be hard. That's the whole point. When you're truly trying to recover yourself and heal yourself, heal all the wounds and the brokenness that you feel, the other side of that is supposed to yield an easy life. Even the saying, living life on life's terms, has this connotation to it as if living life is supposed to be hard, <laughs> as if dealing with life's responsibilities is supposed to be hard. I never heard anybody say that to me before. I never heard anyone say, Ange, life doesn't have to be this hard. You're, you're overcomplicating things. Why don't you think you can handle it? You can totally handle it. Look at all the shit that you handled for 20 years of your addiction. I never heard anyone say that. So I'm saying this to you today. It doesn't have to be hard. Life can be easy. And if you don't think you can handle it, that's bullshit. Look at all the shit that you've been handling. I realized that for myself, I kind of still have that thought within myself today. I've talked briefly in the past about my fear of success and how, for some reason, I think that when the success comes or whenever or however the success comes, I have this belief that I won't be able to handle it. So I have this fear around success coming because I just don't feel like I'll be able to juggle the things that come along with it. But where the hell did I get that belief? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I could spend time thinking about it and talking about it, but at the end of the day, does it really matter? What matters is that I identify it and that I realize that I have this belief and that I also realize that it's bullshit. Look at all of the things that you have dealt with during your addiction. For me, I was constantly hustling, constantly juggling, getting off of empty, getting a next bag, not being sick, hustling up money, doing all the things to keep my addiction going was fucking difficult. I put so much energy, all of my energy, went into continuing my addiction. And that is fucking difficult. Continuing that addiction, pretending that everything is fine, making sure that you don't go sick, all of the things that come along with that is hard. It's difficult. And in fact, I would argue, is more difficult than juggling life, quote unquote, normal life. And now that I know better, I would argue that if life feels hard, then maybe there's some work you need to do. <laughs> maybe you need to do a little bit more work on yourself because it's not supposed to be. The goal is to have an easy life. That's what normalcy, whatever that means, but that's what normalcy feels like. It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to come naturally. You're not supposed to feel overwhelmed in life all of the time. And of course, I'm not saying it's going to be easy always. Life happens, shit happens. 
What I'm saying is your day-to-day life, your day-to-day normalcy, the routines that you build for yourself, your responsibilities in life. They're not supposed to feel hard. You're not supposed to feel overwhelmed in living your life on a daily basis. And then I realized, well, maybe this is why I sometimes have that feeling as if I'm not doing enough. Why do we think sometimes that we're not doing enough to get what we want to get or achieve what we want to achieve or get clean or get sober or do the work on ourselves? Why do we sometimes have that feeling? And I really think it's because we have this belief that life is supposed to be hard. Sometimes I feel, when I feel that I should be doing more, it's based in the thought that things are too easy for me right now. As if being easy, life being easy, is a bad thing. Right now, my life is easy. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm doing this podcast on a weekly basis. I have my amazing puppy child. I have no drama in my life, no chaos. I am happy, fulfilled, and content with myself. Things are easy for me right now. And who's to say that this isn't what success looks like? Just because I might not have the financial freedom that I am aiming to achieve right now does not mean that I am not already successful. So that success that I have fear around getting, what if I already have it? What if you already have it? What if the life that you want, you already have? What if that feeling that you need to be doing more is based in the fact that you think life is supposed to be hard? Thinking that just because we're not having a hard time in life, then we're doing something wrong. But that's so ass backwards. In fact, that means that we're doing everything right. When things are easy, we're doing everything right. And speaking of YouTube, I'm going to go into a tangent real quick. I've been watching these body cam videos on YouTube. Truly, it takes me back. If the detectives back in my day had body cams, I'm not kidding you, I'd be all the fuck over YouTube and it would be so embarrassing. So as I'm watching these body cam videos, which I can relate to on such a level, it's ridiculous. I was thinking about actually doing reaction videos to the drug busts that they do because as I'm watching these videos, I am almost taken back to the times when I've been arrested, they t- ask you to get out of the car. They ask you if they can search your vehicle. It actually blows my mind and it's hilarious how so many people think that they know their rights. <laughs> oh my goodness. The amount of times that I used to say, you don't have the right to do this, which in my case though, I must say the detectives in Boston are all assholes. I don't know if they are today, but they definitely were back when I was getting arrested like twice a week. I was trying to think of how many times I've actually been arrested. I literally cannot add up the amount of times. But I would be so screwed if they had these body cam videos. In Boston, the detectives just wear plain clothes. 
and they don't wear vests. So there's nowhere to put a camera. The embarrassment I would feel if I was all over YouTube in these videos, I am so feeling empathy for the people who have to be put on YouTube for so many millions of people to see them at their lowest point in life. It is genuinely heartbreaking, but hilarious at the same time. If you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about on YouTube, they have all of these channels dedicated to posting different cop, police, detective body cam footage from all over the country, all over the states of people getting arrested. There's a lot of DUIs, there's drug busts, there's so many different cases and different types of arrests, different types of videos. but all in all, it's just <laughs> essentially people getting arrested, the ultimate reality show, right? Because it's true life. But the people, it's almost like they don't know they're being recorded, even though it is common knowledge that body cam videos exist. You can't help but feel sorry for them because it's like in that moment, I mean, I know when you're getting arrested, the only thing you're thinking about is saving your own ass and somehow trying to get out of it, which reminds me, I want to say, because somebody needs to hear it, trust me, you can never talk your way out of getting arrested. There's never been a time where someone has ever talked their way out of, cried their way out of an arrest. There has never been a time when a cop has been like, you know what? Never mind. You're right. Let me take the cuffs off. Have a good day. <laughs> that never, ever has ever happened. So why do we even try? Anyways, these videos are all over YouTube. It's me. They are me. I am them. I am watching myself all those years ago getting arrested over and over and over and over again. And wow. Obviously, I think it's a good thing in the way that cops are less likely to abuse their power if they know they're being recorded. But then on the flip side, they're getting released and posted on the fucking internet. How humiliating. I don't know how many times I can say <laughs> that it's so utterly embarrassing and humiliating for the people who are getting arrested. It is mind-blowing to me. And the amount of times that I've been arrested, I know for a fact there would be more than a dozen body cam videos of me on YouTube if this was a thing back in my day. It really got me to thinking how many times I've actually really been arrested. I mean, I have over a 10-page record. And I say over a 10-page record because I really don't know how many pages it is. I know for a fact that it's 10 pages. I know just for a couple of charges, I had more than 20 counts of felonies just for a couple of charges. Like say for instance, stealing checks from people, you get charged three felonies per check. So under one charge, I had 18 separate counts of felonies. That's probably three or four pages in and of itself. And that was just for one case. I mean, I was getting arrested more than a couple times, several times a month, twice in a week for a good month or so. I've been to the state. I've actually tried to find my mug shots 
because I want to see what they look like. I want to do a little comparison. So if anybody out there knows how I can find my mug shots, I've been to the state of Massachusetts. I've been to their courthouse website or whatever. So it varies state by state how much they release, especially for free. But because it was so long ago, I mean, the last year I got arrested in Boston, I think was 2016. So I think anything back that far, I'm not sure I can find what I'm looking for for free. Anyways, if you know how I can find my damn mug shots, please message me. Let me know. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I have to say for today. I was a little bit all over the place today. I apologize. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Please follow along from whatever podcast platform you are listening from. Leave a rating. It really helps the Hope Chase get noticed by the bigger platforms out there. And also help support the Hope Chase podcast. You can donate via Buy Me a Coffee or my Cash App. Links are forever in my Instagram bio. On the Cash App, the username is the Hope Chase. And also on buymeacoffee.com slash thehopechase. For anyone who feels called to help out in any way, I thank you so much in advance. Also, don't forget to follow along on the social medias at the Hope Chase Pod on all the things. I'm mostly active on Instagram. Same username on TikTok, Facebook, Threads, X. What am I forgetting? At the Hope Chase is the username over on YouTube. Follow along over there. And as always, feel free to message me via Instagram. If you have any topic suggestions, I only want to talk and blab about what you want to hear about. So thank you once again for listening to the Hope Chase today. This is the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and welcome to the shit show. See you next time.